Hi, welcome back to another On My Mind podcast episode. Hope you're having a good Wednesday or whenever you're listening to this. I love Wednesdays. I used to love Wednesdays in school because that was the days we'd get released early. I think it was like three hours earlier than regular release. So I've always liked Wednesdays. It's the middle of the week. I chose Wednesdays as my initial podcast release episode day of the week because I feel like sometimes midweek you just need that extra push, something to look forward to. Here we are. So little update on me. I did indeed just eat half a jar of olives. I'm not going to lie. I don't regret it. My stomach is hurting a little bit, but I was just in an olive craving mood. I just wanted them so bad. They were like the purple Kalamata olives. Oh my gosh, so good. Also, I recently learned about something called the olive theory, which is so interesting. It's basically in a relationship, you know it's going to work out between you and someone else if one partner, one person hates olives, absolutely despises them, and one person loves them. I don't know how true this is, but if you're in a relationship or maybe even your best friend, If you like olives or you hate them, ask if they're the opposite, if that makes sense. Test out the olive theory. I don't know. Also take that with a grain of salt. If you're in the best relationship of your life and both of you love olives or both of you hate them, don't look too deep into that. It's literally fine. I just learned about olive theory recently from a very reputable source, TikTok. So I think that's all that needs to be said about that. I've also been in a really big sandwich mood recently. I don't know what it is, but I have been loving to chow down on a good old sandwich. Something about it has just been what I crave all of the time. I found a new place in the city where I live, or it's not really in the city where I live. It's a little bit outside, but it's called Sprout. And it's so good. Micah showed it to me and we tried it and I'm obsessed. I've been going back and they just have the best fresh sandwiches. So if you live on Oahu or if you're visiting, definitely check them out because they have the best sandwiches ever. So fresh, their shibata bread is amazing. So those are some random fun things that I've been loving recently. Olives and sandwiches, what else could you need more of? My voice is feeling a little bit tired because I just sat down and filmed a little catch up with me, get ready with me while I answer questions, that type of thing for my YouTube channel. It's interesting because I was answering these questions and I was also reading the questions that people were asking. And a lot of the questions were things that I feel like I've talked a lot about. And then I realized it's things I've talked about on the podcast. For example, I got a lot of questions on how Micah and I met and a lot of like relationship questions. And it's funny because I feel like the people who only follow me on YouTube or maybe only on Instagram don't really know Micah too well, which is funny because I feel like you, if you listen to the podcast, know Micah pretty well, a lot better than if you just know him from other platforms that I post him on, because I don't really post him that much. And in YouTube videos, it's just like passing little clips and stuff. But I feel like ever since I've had Micah on the podcast, I think three times now, I feel like you guys have gotten to know him a lot more than from my other social media channels. So it was interesting. I was like, wait, I didn't realize how much more that the podcast fam knows. So if you're an avid listener, you probably know more about me and my life. So thanks for tuning in and listening and caring. But I just filmed that. I feel like with vlogs, a lot of the time I don't sit down and do a proper update. It's just passing clips from my days or if it's a week in my life, whatever. It's just little highlights of certain things that I want to share. And so, I don't know, I feel a little bit disconnected from YouTube in the sense of what's been going on. So I just filmed a little (laughs) hour-long 
sit down type video, which it'll probably be edited down to like 20 minutes by the time I'm done with it, which is so interesting. I feel like with YouTube, I get scared to upload super long videos. And then on the podcast, I'm like, you know what? This is what people come for. Podcasts are to listen and just dump and you don't have to try as hard to retain people's attention like you do with TikTok or YouTube. People's attention span on those platforms are so short. I feel like our brains are being programmed to literally, if we don't find something interesting within three seconds, we're not going to stick it out, which I totally get. I'm like that too a lot of the time. But with podcasts, you kind of know what you're going to get. You're going to put on the podcast. It's going to be 20 to 45 minutes to maybe an hour. And because I know that that's what people expect with a podcast, I don't mind rambling and getting into the nitty gritty Whereas with YouTube, I'm like making a lot of cuts and I'm like, I don't think people are going to care about this. So I'll end up cutting it out. So what I'm trying to say is if you are a podcast listener, just know that I love you and appreciate you. And you guys know a lot. You know a lot more. Today is such a beautiful day. I'm looking out my window right now and the sun is shining. It's so beautiful out. My only plans really for today are going home, visiting my parents, visiting Coda. It's also the season finale of Survivor. Survivor is this reality show. It's not even a reality show because I feel like reality shows have a certain stigma to it, but it's this survival show where they put people on an island. There's two, three different tribes, and then you vote people off one by one. You do immunity challenges and different physical challenges and the host Jeff Probst I've been a fan of him since I was little I've been watching Survivor since I was very little given it's changed a lot and the nature of the show has changed a lot but it's something that my parents and I still love to watch together so it's every Wednesday tonight's the finale and I'm really excited I think it's a two-hour episode so I'll probably go early have dinner with them hang out with Coda I'm so excited I feel like I haven't gone home in a bit because I was sick this past weekend so I didn't go home and visit so I'm really excited about that it's nice to have a reason I don't say a reason to go home but it's nice to have something every week where I know I'm going home for so since that show has been coming out every Wednesday it was kind of like a tradition to go over every Wednesday night and do that and I don't know I just love spending quality time with my parents I definitely appreciate it a lot more since I've moved out and the time that I do spend with them is so much more special. Obviously, when you live with your parents, I don't want to say you take it for granted, but obviously it's just your normal everyday life. But now that I don't see them every single day, it's always exciting to catch up and see them and hang out. Also, it's always funny going into my childhood bedroom because it's just weird knowing that I grew up there for 21 years of my life. Oh my gosh, it's always such a weird feeling, especially when I would like sleep over at home. I'm just like, how did I? Oh my gosh, it just feels like a past life, which it is. Speaking of all that though, I'm definitely soaking up living in this apartment. I don't know how much longer I'm going to live here. A few months, I think at least, but I haven't even talked about this anywhere. So I feel like I'm jumping the gun talking about this. But like I quite literally just said, the podcast fam knows things first. Uh, I'm kind of over apartment life. I'm very grateful for it. I loved living in an apartment, but I'm kind of wanting something more cozy and apartment lifestyle is definitely, it's got a certain vibe to it, which is what I wanted and I've loved it so, so much. I'm so grateful for this space, but I kind of feel myself moving on from it. So we'll see. I'm not too like set on anything quite yet, but it's just something in the back of my head. I'm like, I don't know how much longer I'm going to live here, so I'm just enjoying it while I'm here. I've been planning my June travel, which I'm very excited about to kick off summer. June is going to be quite a little month of travel, which I'm excited for. I've been home for the month of May, 
and this month has absolutely flown by but i have a really exciting trip i'm going to new york with micah which will be so fun he's never really been to the east coast he's never been to new york city and you all know i have really deep roots there my family lives there my sister lives there like half my family lives there and i go once or twice a year it's one of my favorite places to go and i actually love going in the summer not too deep into the summer because it just turns into a heat pot in the city but i feel like june is a really beautiful time to go so i'm really excited about that that'll be kind of our first big trip together we went to maui back in march i think it was but that was inner island travel so it wasn't this huge huge thing and we were only gone i think for two days but we're gonna be gone for quite a while so this will be interesting it'll be fun i'm so excited for this episode because i'm going to talk about how to have a hot girl summer your guide to living your hot girl summer dreams I wanted to do another summer themed episode just because I don't know it just gets me in the mood and I also feel like once you're kind of out of the school scene summers just don't hit quite the same just because when you're in school you look forward to summer and summer break all year because that's when you get your longest vacation time away from school unless you do summer classes obviously but still it's not the same amount of rigorous schoolwork you look forward to it because it's your time to hang out with friends and go back home and just enjoy your life, do whatever you want. But I feel like once you're kind of out of school, especially in post-grad life, there's not really so much of a thing as summer break. Like in corporate America, you don't have a summer break. You don't get to leave your job for three months and do whatever. So I wanted to properly get into the summer mood and do an episode themed around having a hot girl summer. I will say, I feel like there's a certain stigma and image that you think of when people say, I'm on my hot girl shit, or I want to have a hot girl summer. And I kind of want to just debunk that because a lot of people have different definitions of what hot girl summer means. So for me, hot girl summer just means living your absolute best life, enjoying yourself, having fun, feeling your best, and being happy. Not necessarily, I feel like a lot of people with hot girl summer, it's like, I'm gonna go batshit crazy which you could. But I feel like when people say I'm on my hot girl shit, it kind of correlates. I think a lot of people think of going out with a lot of different guys, that kind of whole thing. That's not the hot girl summer I'm talking about. If that's what you're wanting to do, by all means, do your thing. This is not a place of judgment. But for me, hot girl summer, I feel like relationship or not, you're still eligible for it. The whole term hot girl. I kind of just like to throw that phrase out there because it sounds fun and... Honestly, it just spices everything up. So hot girl summer it is. I quite literally yesterday, I was doing some work in a coffee shop. I was planning out this episode. I sat down with a literal pen and paper (laughs) and I wrote down like 15 things, essentially listing out how to have a hot girl summer. So I'm excited to get into this. Let's get started. So the first thing I have noted down is be selfish. And this doesn't mean you need to be a bitch because being selfish doesn't mean you need to be mean, but being selfish in the terms of do what you want, do things for you. I feel like with being selfish, there's obviously boundaries to that. You know, you don't need to be a bad, mean person to be selfish. Sometimes I'm selfish and choosing myself and putting me first. If I know I don't want to do something, I put myself first. I get a little selfish. I'm like, you know what? I don't think this is something I want to do. I know what I want to do and it's not that, so I'll be selfish and just make a decision that seems more right to me. But with being selfish, I feel like I mean it more so in the way of doing things for you, doing things that feel good. Be selfish with your energy. Be selfish with who you share that energy with. 
make sure you're surrounding yourself with other high energy people, people that bring you up and make you feel good. I correlate selfishness with kind of self-care. When you're selfish, you prioritize yourself and you identify what you want, what you need, and you nurture that. And obviously, like I said before, you don't want to be the opposite where you don't care about other people and how they're feeling. You don't need to be a bitch to be selfish. But like that saying goes, you can't pour from an empty cup. So pour into yourself, be selfish with your time, and do things for you. Number two, find swimsuits that make you feel good. Swimsuits are pretty much the uniform of summer. I feel like it's what most of us wear, especially if you are traveling a lot in the summer, going to tropical places, having a lot of lake days, beach days, pool days, whatever it is. Summer is the season of swimsuits and I know that for a lot of us, because I've been there before too, you need to wear swimsuits that make you feel confident in yourself, that make you feel good. And I feel like it really comes down to finding styles that you like and that make you confident in yourself. So if you prefer wearing one pieces, wear more one pieces, find one pieces that you really like. There's a lot like one pieces used to be like, oh, you're so modest, but there's one pieces now that you can still be a little scandalous. There's beautiful one pieces that have low rise backs, high rise, whatever. There's so many different styles of swimsuits now. I feel like everything exists that you could possibly want. And with bikinis in particular, I've noticed for me, there's certain styles that I do not like on myself. I don't find flattering and therefore I'm not confident when I wear them. I'm just feeling so icky in my own skin when I wear certain styles because I just don't like the way it makes me feel. So for me, I know that I don't really like bikini bottoms that are super tight around my hips and kind of like suck in a little too much. I like when it lays more flat. I don't really like super stringy swimsuits. They're not my favorite on me. I feel like I can't move around without something spilling out and they just feel super small. I don't really like super, super tiny swimsuits on myself where I feel like the front of the bottom nor the back covers. Well, I'm not going to say the back because sometimes I do like a thongy swimsuit. I'm not going to lie. But in the front, sometimes with swimsuits, I'm like, what made them think that this is going to cover the V? Because it doesn't. So that's always humbling. But find styles that you like. I have certain styles of tops that I wear all the time. And that's kind of what I always gravitate towards. I do want to throw this out there. Everybody is a bikini body. You don't need to look a certain way or whatever it is that society places on us that makes us think that we have to look a certain way to be wearing swimsuits. No, cut that out. We're cutting that out because... How silly would it be to look back later in life and be like, wow, I never wore a swimsuit because I was scared of what other people thought or I didn't like the way I looked. I have put that into perspective for myself a lot when I used to be very self-conscious in bathing suits. And I just asked myself, is this really going to matter? Like, I am so hard on myself. The person who's the meanest to me is me. And ever since really growing a lot from that, now, I kind of parade around in swimsuits. If a roll is showing or two or three, that's fine. I don't need to look a certain way to be wearing a swimsuit and be confident. I know that the summer season specifically can be hard when you're struggling with body image. I have been there and I get that so much. I used to feel like that summer, I almost like dreaded kind of being in swimsuits all the time. It was also specifically hard because I live in Hawaii and it's kind of summer all year round. You're in swimsuits a lot. But I know for in general, summer is kind of the season that people feel more self-conscious because you are in lighter clothing, because it's hotter outside, you're in swimsuits. I have been there and I totally get it. And I feel like one of the biggest things that has helped me is that mindset shift of looking at my body as a vessel of life. 
not as this thing that needs to be fixed. I used to view it as something that I was nitpicking and looking in the mirror all the time and just getting so hard on myself. My body is a vessel for my life. I need my body to survive. I'm grateful for all that it does for me. And I stopped focusing so much on what I looked like and I started focusing on how I felt. And I just put less emphasis on what I looked like because in reality, oh, this conversation is taking a turn. But in reality, when you struggle with body image issues, which I have, you're never going to be pleased because I'll look back at pictures of myself from three, four, five years ago and be like, whoa, I looked so good. I wish I looked like that now. But I remember back then when those photos were taken, when I was existing in that moment, I remember looking at those photos and being like, I hate the way I look. I look fat, whatever it is. You're just never going to be happy and pleased with yourself. So I have learned to cut that negative self-talk out and literally pretended to be confident for so long that it finally just started to become real. And here we are now. So back to the point of what I was saying, find swimsuits that make you feel good. Some of my favorite brands are Kulani Kinis. I love Kulani so much. They have so many different styles to choose from. I love You Swim. They were sponsors of the podcast, which I loved working with them, but I've been a fan of them for years too. I also have actually a lot of old bikini videos like hauls on my YouTube channel where I recommended lots of different bikini brands. If you are looking for some new ones and you want to check them out, number three, wear sunscreen because hot girls protect their skin and wear SPF, your face, your body, do the damn thing. Even if you're not going out in the sun, still the UV rays can penetrate and it's good to take care of your skin. 40, 50 year old you will be thanking you for it. And also I'm not gonna lie, I've just been kind of getting spooked recently because there's been a plethora of videos, like enough where I notice it and I'm like, oh shit, why is this popping up so often? A video's popping up on my For You page on TikTok where girls didn't wear sunscreen and then they got sun poisoning and I'm scared of that. So take care of your skin and your skin will take care of you. Number four, this would be kind of good to do now before summer officially starts and everything becomes hectic, but give your space a good reset so that you feel good. It invites a new, refreshing, clean energy into the air. I know for me, I my mood is directly correlated to my space. If my space is a mess, my mind is a mess, and when things are clean and organized, I just feel so, so good. So I feel like giving your space a good reset just puts you in a good mindset, makes you feel good. Number five, I put have one small thing to look forward to daily, one medium thing to look forward to weekly, and one bigger thing to look forward to monthly, which basically just means have plans and something to look forward to for yourself. Like I said, a small thing daily, that could literally be as small as your morning beverage of choice. It's super small little things like that, or maybe it's your morning ice roll, ice rolling your face. Whatever it is, something you look forward to daily that brings you joy, one medium-sized thing weekly that you look forward to, maybe it's a weekly walk that you go on with your family or your friends, one little weekly plan, maybe you go play pickleball or tennis one time a week or you go to the beach one time a week and then one bigger event monthly to really look forward to. Maybe that's going on a little beach trip with your friends or having a big friend hangout or sleepover whatever it is, going on a little road trip. I have a whole summer bucket list episode that I just did. If you need ideas on different things you can plan that are a little bigger to do, to have planned. And I just feel like this whole system of one thing daily, one thing weekly, one thing monthly, it just gives you stuff to look forward to. And I just love having things in my calendar that when I'm, you know, going through the motions of working, 
throughout my days and throughout my weeks, I know I have something to look forward to. It's very motivating and it builds excitement and it's nice to have little things planned here and there. And then when that time comes, you're just so excited about it. And I know for me, when I have things planned, things lined up, I honestly work harder because I know I'm going to have something exciting to do. (laughs) So that kind of motivates me to get me through like work weeks and stuff. Number six, say yes to more within boundaries. Obviously, you don't have to say yes to every single thing, but say yes to more things that you maybe would have said no to. Say yes to meeting new people. Say yes to hanging out with someone that maybe you wouldn't have usually hung out with. Say yes to new opportunities, to travel opportunities. Say yes to trying a new food. I feel like trying new things is so fun and summer is a great season to do that. And it just adds a lot more excitement into your life when you're more open to things. And the more open you are to things, I feel like the more opportunities come to you. Number seven, document your summer, whether it's on your phone, on a film, maybe you buy a little vlog camera or a little camcorder. Document your summer so that you can show your future kids and tell them, see, your mom was hot. I was hot. Look how hot I was. And hopefully I'm still hot, but like... I feel like it's so fun. Or if you don't want kids, maybe show your future nieces and nephews. Look how hot your auntie was. Like, yes, that's a little superstitious. Why was I about to say superstitious? What's the word I'm looking for? Yes, it's a little... uh, Oh my gosh. Superficial. I just went on a whole Google hunt for that word. Yes, it seems a little superficial, but... That was kind of a joke. Not really. Like, definitely, I will be doing that. Oh, my gosh. Look how hot mom was. Whatever. But in general, it's so nice to have physical memories and to make memories that you can look back on years to come. I know for me, I love looking back at old vlogs because it just takes me back to that time and it's memories that I would have forgotten otherwise. You don't have to be a whiz with editing to make a little summer vlog for yourself. Make a little compilation video. iMovie is free. You could always just put all the clips together in a chronological order. You don't even have to do much editing and just have it for your own memories or you could cut it up a little bit, do some movie magic and make it a little video diary type thing of your summer adventures that you go on. I just feel like having memories is so special. It's something that I obviously love to do. If videos aren't your thing, you could always do it with photos, maybe make a scrapbook. Number eight, this one kind of relates to number one of being selfish, but focus on self-care and making yourself feel good. When you look good, you feel good. And I'm talking more about like physical self-care things, put in the extra effort to do the things that make you feel good. Some things for me with self-care once a week, I like to do a full the shower, which you all know if you're listening, if you do this, you know all too well, but you do the whole works in the shower. You're probably gonna spend a whole 30, 40 minutes in there, but you're gonna do all the things, hair mask, wash your hair, shave, just do absolutely everything. Put lotion on your legs, on your whole body after. It takes a while, but I always just feel like a brand new woman when I do that. So I like to do that once a week. That makes me feel super good. Another thing I like to do self-care wise is getting lasered, which is something I've been doing for a while now. If you are someone who doesn't mind body hair or you like body hair, that's totally great. I feel like everyone has their own preferences with body hair. And for me personally, I just like to essentially remove from the neck down. That's just a personal thing. Like I said, do your own thing. But for me, I've been getting my legs done, which has been so nice because I used to spend pretty much half of my life has been dedicated to shaving my legs because when I I was, I'm a hairy girl. <laughs> I've gotten laser, but oh my gosh, I, I was indeed a hairy girl. I used to get made fun of my arm hair back in the day. So that was a little traumatizing, but I get my legs lasered now. I get, yes, the hoo-ha lasered, 
the bikini line especially is just so nice to have done i also got my happy trail lasered so that's in the process too i've gotten my pits lasered which is just so nice it makes me really confident when i'm in tank tops or swimsuits that's something that i really like to have done for myself and then years ago i had my arms lasered so that's something for me personally i know lasering is definitely expensive i personally go to laser away and i really really like them i think they have pretty much offices in every state i feel like in the united states they just opened one in hawaii here and they're nice enough to offer me services but lasering is something i used to pay out of pocket for and i don't regret it that is something i tell all my friends it is worth spending the money on but if you don't want to spend the money on it waxing is also a great option i also used to hyperfixate on literally plucking which I don't think was good <laughs> and I always was left with like little pick marks and scabs and then the hair grew back weird but every time this is a random tangent fun fact whenever I would be going into a mental spiral I feel like my brain just needed something to hyperfixate on and focus on so yes I have plucked my entire all of my leg hair do you know how long that took hours anyway that's my confession of the day moving on number nine read hot girls read I don't make the rules, I just enforce them. Number 10, this one's gonna seem brutal, but hot girl summer means that you are going to cut out unhealthy relationships. Does that sound brutal? Yes, but also this is your life and your time is precious. So don't spend it on the wrong people. I'm more so talking about, and if you feel personally attacked, I'm sorry because I've been there too, but I'm definitely talking more about the guy you're in a shitty situationship with and maybe you want a relationship, but they're like, no, I don't want a relationship with you. No, 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 no. You deserve the world. Be with someone who will gladly give it to you. 11, create a hot girl summer music playlist. This is so fun. I love making playlists for different seasons of my life. I still have to do this. I'll probably make it public on my Spotify, which is just Ava Jules. If you want to go look for that, maybe I'll have that up by the time that this episode comes out, but I love having playlists that correlate to different moods that I'm in. I do have a few hot girl hype kind of playlists that are public if you want to give it a listen, but it's kind of nice to just have anthems that you blast in the car, that you blast on your walks, and just kind of get you in the mood that you blast when you're getting ready. It creates the ambiance of having a hot girl summer. The next one, play around with your fashion. I feel like finding your personal style take some time especially with all the different trends that get thrown in our face but so much confidence comes out when you feel good in what you're wearing and this is just a test that has held true in time because every time I've worn an outfit that I love myself in and that I'm just absolutely liking I am so confident throughout my day and I just feel good and then the days where I'm like oh, I don't really like what I am wearing I just go through my day kind of feeling like closed off and not super confident in myself. So play around with fashion, find your summer style, look on Pinterest for ideas. I would say look on TikTok, but I feel like with TikTok, there's so many trend cycles that go around. And with trends, I feel like it's hard to know if you actually like them or if you just like them because they're trends, but create a little summer uniform for yourself. I think for me, my summer uniform is definitely going to be my swimsuits with a white button up long sleeve that's like classic some denim shorts or pants and uh, that's kind of that's kind of it <laughs> maybe some like longer flowy skirts i don't know some mini dresses i'm gonna figure that out but have a little summer uniform so that way whenever you're stuck with what to wear you can just go back to the basics and wear what you know you like 
but I definitely think summer is such a fun time to play with fashion. You can play around with different accessories, different makeup and hair looks. I just love summer fashion so much. It's so light and fun and flowy. It's just one of my favorite seasons to wear clothes. It's one of my favorite seasons to wear clothes in. Yeah, makes sense. Up next, we've got surround yourself with uplifting people. This kind of relates back to cutting out unhealthy relationships. But the more I notice that I surround myself with people who are just genuinely good people, people who like to have fun, who don't take life super seriously, who are confident in themselves, that rubs off on me. And I just feel so good hanging out with people like that. Surround yourself with a good group of people. This next one is definitely random, but body oil, body glitter, shimmery body lotion, shimmery body sunscreen. So fun. When you go to the beach, when you go to the pool, when you go to the lake, it's so fun to like have your skin sparkle like you're a vampire in Twilight. There's just something about it. It makes me feel so sexy. And I literally hate that word. It makes me kind of uncomfortable to use. But when I've done photo shoots in the past for swimsuits and stuff, and they put like body glitter on me, I feel like a goddess. And that's the energy we need for a hot girl summer, indeed. And last up, this is the most important to having a hot girl summer. Don't worry about looking stupid. Just have fun. Enjoy yourself. Do what makes you feel good. And that's kind of it. I feel like so often we don't do things because we think it's going to make us look silly or dumb or stupid. Who cares? Who cares? Life is too short. Do things you want to do. Have fun. Look silly while you're doing it because you have more fun that way. And when you take life less seriously, it's so much better. And with that, that is my guide to having a hot girl summer 2023. If you have any tips that you want to share, drop them in the most recent podcast Instagram post. Share your knowledge. Thank you so much for listening. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for me. I'm excited for all of us to live out our hot girl, hot boy, if you may, dreams this summer. It's going to be a good summer. We're welcoming that energy. Thank you so much for listening. And that was everything on my mind. 